Blog Talk Radio. Hello, guys and dolls. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell. Here with me is my co-host, Essie, and we have a very interesting topic today. And um, Essie, um, do you want to take over? Uh, No. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) And how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. good. Thank you for asking. Um, um, Today's show is going to be very controversial, and it's a touchy subject, and um, I'm not here to offend anybody by my lines of questioning. And um, I hope that nobody gets offended, you know. I know we all in a safe space, and we will, you know, all conduct ourselves as adults with uh, the question. So um, have any of the guests called in yet? If not, we could do uh, our normal. Yeah. Oh, go yeah. oh, and uh, huh? No, go ahead. What was you gonna say? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, and we we have facts um on here um also. What's going yes. on, everybody? Hey. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? What's up? Good. How are you guys doing? How does how does the uh, mic sound here? Does it sound all right? Yeah, you sound great. Yeah. Just sound good. good. Yeah. Good, good. Just want to see trying it up differently. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm looking forward to this show and seeing uh. And everybody's opinion on on everything here. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting show, definitely. Um, yeah, that's it. So <laughs> <laughs> had an eventful day today. So I got kicked I'm... out of a Baskin Robbins today. I got kicked out of Baskin Robbins. <laughs> oh no! Why? What happened? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, luckily, there was nobody else in there. There was no uh, no other guests or anything like that. It was just I walked in. I was going to get my kids some ice cream. And uh, this one guy, he, the only person working there, we walked in, and he was mopping the floor. And he looked at us, and then he, looked, he put his mop down. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll get some service. And he just pulls his phone out, and he starts texting. And he's just standing there, and we're kind of standing by the doorway. And he just stays texting. I swear, you know, for like a minute and a half straight. And then he just looks it up, looks at us, and goes, "All right, guys, don't fall." It's like, "Yes, sir." You know. So <clears throat> he goes behind the counter, and he, he says, uh, "All right, how can I help you? What can I get for you?" I was like, "So yeah, we'll, we'll get a banana split up there, and um, we'll go ahead." And he said, "Hold on." Um, okay, I'll, I'll hold on. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I'll hold on. No problem, sir." And um, I was like, it looks, like, it looks like it comes with three uh, three different scoops or whatever. I was like, does it come with a chocolate, vanilla, strawberry? He's like, hold on. Okay. I'll hold on. And and my kids, I just look at my kids like, all right, this guy's not having a good day, you know? So uh, he goes and grabs one of the bananas, and he puts it on the counter. I guess he couldn't multitask. So he puts it on the counter, and uh, he gets one of those those things that you spread icing with, a real thin kind of metal thing that you spread the icing with and he's trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not serrated, but he's trying to cut the peel off the banana and he can't break through the peel. And I'm looking at, it, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing, dude? And, um, <laughs> he gets mad and like slams the banana down. I was like, Oh my God, dude, putting that hate into my food. So he goes and grabs another banana thinking that that's the problem. It's like, dude, you're using a fucking icing spreader to open a fucking banana. That's the problem, dipshit. So he he goes back over and he's fumbling with this fucking banana. And instead of, like, just peeling the fucking banana, he starts, like, scraping, trying to scrape the stickers off the peel. I was like, dude. 
So he takes in the middle of not being able to get the stickers off the fucking peel. He he takes his glove off and starts rubbing his eye and going <sighs> like breathing all oh hard, God. like he's frustrated. Like, and um, he doesn't put his glove back on he, that he just touched his eye with. So he he keeps going. He goes back to the sticker. I'm like, I, <laughs> maybe this is why I got kicked out. You know, he didn't like this. Uh, what I said. <laughs> I was like, look, I was like, look, dude. As much as I would love to stand here and watch you struggle with taking the sticker off the banana, <laughs> peel the fucking thing. Just peel the fucking banana. <laughs> like, things to do. That's the problem. And, the, you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, professional advice here for, for future banana splits. You can just peel the fucking banana with your hand. Take the sticker off, off with the peel. And uh, she's like, sir, you don't have to be rude about it, you know? Like you're probably right, you know, but but you know, by the time you finished peeling that sticker, I could have flown to Costa Rica, picked my own fucking bananas, made my way back to a dairy farm, cultured my own cream, and given my kids the best banana split they've ever fucking had, dipshit, you know? Right. He's like, You need to leave, sir. And I looked at my kids, I was like, Kids, this guy is a perfect example of why you stay in school. Because if you don't, you're gonna end up working fucking basket robins, peeling stickers off of peels. Yeah. <laughs> All before eleven thirty in the morning. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh man. Yeah, that was my morning. <laughs> Who the hell before eleven thirty in the morning? All before eleven thirty, man. It's like fuck, you know, oh, I'm not gonna consult people, but Jesus crazy. Christ. <laughs> yeah, that was a good day. Anyway, I think I'm a pretty good dad, though. Oh, man. So whatever whatever tests God was giving me today, I failed miserably. But... And I was sober, too, bro. That's the thing. I would expect that if I was drunk, but, I mean, I was sober as a cat. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's just oh, me. Yeah. I need fucking help or something. I've never been so angry. Nah, you're right. Over a banana. <laughs> well. All right. <laughs> um, the banana have our guests arrived yet? Uh, yeah. yeah. There's only one it, on yeah. so far. Yeah. Oh, okay. That Pandora? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that Pandora? Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Hey, what's up, girl? I'm just listening so to who the Pandora. Who do we have on so far? <laughs> Raphael. Who do we have on so Raphael. What's up, Raphael? How you doing, man? Hi, Raphael. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey. Good, how What's are you? Raphael? Oh, you sound real low, Raphael. <clears throat> I sound low. Raphael, you sound low, Is yeah. Now? Uh, keep saying something Is else. Is it better now? A little low, but I think we can hear him, right? Everybody can hear him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can hear him. Oh, okay. What's up, guys? Okay. How y'all night going? It's going good, right? It's going pretty can't, good. You know, can't complain, man. Better than my That's day. I would have told him, hey, let me let, let me do it. Exactly. Right, like, you're the way. Let me do it you. myself. I know. Christ, you hey. kicked me out. <laughs> Didn't get my fucking you ice cream. Pitch out where you can't come back in, yo. I know. <laughs> Oh, fuck those bananas anyway. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Trying to be good for He's the kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. Huh? yeah, that's true. Huh? Shit, I gotta be good huh? for the kids huh? at least. Huh? Yeah. Huh? So what? <laughs> so uh, we gonna um? Do you know if the other ones, the other guys are coming? Yeah, I um text him. He hasn't texted me back though, but he said he was coming on at eight. I mean at ten thirty, so I don't know what's going on. Okay. Well, do you want to start the interview, start. Raphael? Okay. Okay. So, Raphael, I mean, we could go ahead. Here on you. the. Okay. Here on the Yvonne the Trail Show. 
We're very um, respectful of each other. You know, we don't do anything to disrespect each other, and I'm not saying that that's what you're going to do, but I'm just letting you know with the line of questioning. We don't, you know, we, we're very professional as far as when we do question our guests. So I just wanted to put that out there. And if we do have any people, depending on the amount of people that's on, uh, um, we are letting them know in advance that everybody's going to be respectful to each other. We're not going to disrespect each other, and we're not going to try to force our own personal opinions on each other. We're just going to ask questions, or we're going to definitely kick you out the room. All right? So, okay. So my first question is, why do you think wait, straight wait, men... Wait, we didn't even say okay. the topic. Uh, today's topic is, uh, is your man secretly living a double life? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Back, back to I'm you, sorry. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> back to you. So my first question <laughs> is, why do you think straight men don't like being around gay men. Is that something you want me to answer? Yes, sir. Your your personal opinion, um, like what is, what have you I, experienced? I, I, I personally have been privy to be around all types of people, no matter their sexuality. Uh, okay. I don't think that it's necessarily straight men not liking to be around gay men. I think that it's just an uncomfortable environment for them sometimes because they have their uh, their views on the lifestyle and maybe it maybe it may be a lot to them because I mean there are different types of gay men. Um, now let's mm-hmm. let's clarify this. It's a harmful word and you guys might not like it, but there's faggots and then there's gay men. Um, and the difference is the queens versus guys that handle their business throughout life, and, you know, that's just their prerogative. Hmm. Um, it really depends on, like, how you grew up in your security, of your sexuality. You know, um, so I got straight family members and friends and stuff like that that don't have a problem with being around gay people. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the topic that we really needed to discuss was them being DL, right? Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but think I'm going to get was, to that too. I think the topic was them living a double life, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get to that question. And, oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, you go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying, you know, um, everybody's perception is different. And, you know, everybody's privy to a different type of lifestyle. It really is based on their demeanor and how they carry themselves. You know, some faggots do too much. They think that every nigga's gay and every nigga's not gay. Um, So that could be a very good reason to why there's an uncomfortable stance there when it comes to being or or them wanting to be around. You know, I don't have that problem personally, Um, but that's my personality. You know what I mean? Um, I I don't know. I I guess I I can ask you guys the same question. Yeah, no, that's that's true. If if you don't mind me asking, can you – when when you, you describe the two different types of gay men, as you said, I had a I had a friend who seemed like a straight guy, whatever. Um, and I went away for like a year or two, and I came back, and he'd come out of the closet and everything, and he was really putting on that lisp voice, like it almost like an act. Is that kind of what you're talking about? How to kind of put it on, like it's not like a natural thing by using the f word you using uh-huh. before. Is that what you mean by that, or? You you can very well use the word here. I don't think it's harmful to anybody, but uh, that could be an antic of it. But what I mean is like the overly um, dramaticness of it all. Like you know, they they don't have a composed character. 
they're just acting in, you know, their freedom and their how, how they feel. And because of the way the world is, you never know. You can't put it past nobody. So a lot of them have that, oh, girl, you know, the, the, the cattiness or the spiciness that comes with them. Yeah, that's the difference, you know. Gay men are more chill and they're they're more manly. Like you can, not saying like masculinity because there can be a feminine gay man. It's just how they live life or how they view life or how they treat people. You know, where a fag he thinks that all men are gay. You know, right, right. Mm-hmm. Or why don't you break it down to not so much a faggot thinks that all men are gay. Because when I speak in terms of faggot, what I'm saying is loud, obnoxious, yeah. you walk in the room, they got to always make themselves seen, doing the damn most. Just shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. Like you're doing them. I don't deal with faggots at all. I don't like them. I don't deal with them. You know what I'm saying? Like my personal circle, I, I, can't, I can't be around them all the time because they just do entirely too much. Yeah. I don't deal with them. So if I call somebody a faggot, that's what, you know what I'm saying, I'm referring to referring them to. A lot of straight people don't, um, I mean, uh, some gay people, well, gay people also, don't like for a female to use the word. Overdramatic. Mm-hmm. No, don't like for a female like me, a real I, fish, to I, use the word faggot, I grew which up, I use it all the time I grew because... Up. I'm all around. I'm all, I'm I around agree. a lot of gay men, and I've always been around gay men. So I'm gonna use the word if that's how I feel about you. If I feel that you're a faggot, then you're a fucking faggot, and I don't deal with faggots. Period. Because I just don't have the time for all the over dramatic bullshit. Now with Ralph, him, he's very laid back. Um, he likes to have very intellectual conversations. Um, I could take him anywhere with me, and I wouldn't have no problem. Let me say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not all, all over the place. As soon as he walks into the door or a party or something, he's dropping and twerking and carrying on. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's not him. Because I don't surround myself in my inner circle mm-hmm. with them type of gay particular men. What did you about to say, Ralph? Okay. I was just saying, you know, um, I grew up in the hood. I grew up in an urban area. So when it came to the life because of my older cousin, you know, um, how I want it was too much for me. I felt like of hurt individuals, and a lot of them, you know, are attention seekers. That's why they have the dramatics or the the extraness to them, um, and it, it, it really made me not want to be like that. You know, um, but it's a it's a, it's a part of the community where they have this freedom of expression, and a lot of them do take on, like you were saying, the high voice or the or the the antics of of living the gay lifestyle. Um, to me, a lot of it comes from like the adornment of women. My honest opinion. Mm-hmm. A lot of it comes from the adornment of women and stepping into, like, being in the middle or being in the A lot of them take antics or lashes or nails in a way of expression to make them feel like something cute or, you know, because our subculture of the black gays is the and it's... Hey, I'm sorry to to interrupt you here. I'm I'm really... Yeah, exactly. I'm really interested. Yeah, we all want to hear what you're saying, but the your uh, I don't know if it's your headset. Maybe you've got earbuds on or something, uh, or the Bluetooth or something. But you're you're losing connection there. And maybe we yeah, can use the speaker ear. on your phone or something. It's still breaking up. Hello. One more time. Is that better? Yeah. 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 Much much better. That. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, just, I just feel like it comes from just, you know, them them being their selves or freedom of expression. You know, being a gay man, it's, it's funny sometimes. 
it is too much sometimes as well. Mm. So what are, what are your thoughts on men that are on the down low, that, that don't want to express themselves as being openly gay, but they want to live a secret life of being gay? Well, my, my personal thing to that is, you know, I live in my truth as a gay man and who I am, and that's as real as it can get, living in your truth. I used to think when I was younger that, oh, that's fake. You know, these, these motherfuckers, they can't be themselves. If you can't be yourself, how can you be somebody to somebody else? And then, you know, maturity kicked in. And a lot of these guys got lifestyles that they had before they had a chance to experience desires or things that they may have felt. They got kids. They don't want to be looked at as some punk-ass motherfucker by their kids. Or, yeah. you know, like they have jobs or it, – <laughs> Not saying that it's just a front, mm. but as an adult, you can do what the fuck you want to do. So I see that point too, but then I also see the harm that comes from it. I don't know. I just let people do what they want to do. Mm. Now I have a question. Have you ever dated a man that was on the DL that was either married or in a relationship? A couple of them. Okay. But now I mean, another, another I, question. I personally know that I personally know that there's nothing that comes from dating them. You can't have a relationship with them. Um, and the community, we kind of classify those guys as like good time boys. You know, get your fun, do what you're gonna do because they're gonna do it anyway. Um, but being with them or having a relationship with them or desiring more—that's where the problem really starts to kick in. Because they're placing that, you know. And most when they get older, a lot of them end up coming out of the closet anyway. Mm. And you know what? I've, I don't I've think seen that. A lot of men, they've been married. Yeah. Well, I've seen that. A lot of men have been married. That's a whole thing because, you know, it's married men that are with women that like the encounters or the sexualness of it, or they take like there things when it comes to the adulting part of sexuality. Mm. Right, but give that okay. woman a choice. Okay. Don't make that choice for her. So that's the problem that I have. Yes. If you're bisexual or whatever the case may be, okay, fine and dandy. Do you, boo? Tell somebody. But don't yeah. make that choice for me if we are in a relationship and you feel as though that you're just going to do whatever you want to do because you don't want to be called no punk, as you said, or whatever the case may be. Don't make the choice for me. Let me make my own choice if I want to still deal with you or not on that level because that's when somebody's going to get hurt. I'm going to beat your ass because you're not going to make the choice for me of being with the man and then we're supposed to be in a relationship, but you're having a whole rela- another relationship with a whole other man. That's, that's the problem that I have. I don't like that. So it's not so much of you're just going to mind your business. Yeah, you can. You can mind your business. It's, it's, that's not a problem. But also let, let that well, person make I mean, a choice. Don't make it for them. Because of the harm that comes from the harm that comes from But that's, we look at the difference between a mature individual and an immature individual. A mature individual understands, you know, hey, I'm going to give you a choice. I'm not about to fake the funk for you. Because there are girls that still date bisexual men, but an immature person, they usually if they hide in something like that, they hide in a lot of other stuff too. Like they haven't gotten to the point in their life where they can really be free. Mm. Okay. Now I want to ask you another question. Would you say that you don't think that they were um? The, and then, you know, today's society, a lot of these niggas is gay for pay. It's financial. It has nothing to do with their sexuality. But to me, I feel like once you fuck with the same sex, you gay, whether you're a girl, a guy, or whatever. But at the end of the day, you grown. It's okay. Just live in your truth. Don't don't put yeah. people in awkward situations because there's a lot that comes with it. Love triangles, STDs, like kids, like there, there's a lot that can happen because you're trying mm-hmm. to fulfill your desire. I mean, it's a mature thing to grow up and just be yourself, but I mean, 
I, I came up in the 90s. Yeah. It was all type of words. But we had to fight in the 90s and the early 2000s. You had to fight for people to, to shut the fuck up or, or mind their business because you were a target if you were gay. You couldn't just live in your truth. But today's society is totally yeah. different. It's way more accepting. Nobody's going to judge you for real. People going to talk about you, but next week they're going to talk about something else. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I want to I'm going to I want to come back to that one only because my next question is, have you ever outed somebody? No, and, uh, um, that's not. To me, I don't feel like that's my place. Okay. That's 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 like very immature to out somebody because I mean, won't nobody else there when y'all was fucking, so why is it anybody else's business? Mm-hmm. One, two. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's dangerous because you don't know what you're risking like you don't you don't if they're hiding their life from you and they're not telling you a lot and they're not really fucking with you like that obviously they got some other shit going on that they don't want to be messed up because they fucking with you yeah now i'm 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 gonna ask you a question would you be cool with talking about the whole lgbtq community and the only reason why i'm asking that is because you made a statement yeah they don't want to touch on Okay, so my question to you about that is um, when you've made the statement, when I asked you about them outing somebody, then you say you've never done that. But the thing with me is this. I've noticed that trans men that are women, that transition to women, all the time Uh they'll sleep with somebody. The highest level of sex. After they sleep with somebody, say it again. The highest They'll level of somebody from this is how I look at it. God send you down here uh, mm-hmm. in the elevator. You go back up in the casket. He gonna open that casket and say, "I ain't seen you down there with no titties. I ain't seen you down. I, I, this ain't who I sent to earth. Give me, give me the seat again. Let me check the parts. You know, but that's that that's my perception of life. I feel like for them mm-hmm. to change over, a lot of times they don't feel comfortable. But then. Again, these conversations could get really open because the fetus starts as a female. We see animals mutated mm-hmm. two and three heads. There's a there's a form of mutation there mentally for for those people to transition their bodies. Um, mm-hmm. But that's a whole other topic. A lot of them, I feel like they they trying to live in their truth. And these, listen, these niggas pay for it. Just, just to keep the barrier of silence. So, what you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, I don't, I don't agree with the outing thing. I think, you know, get your have your fun and keep it hot. Okay. So, with that being said, that could be a double edged sword because you said that they changed their their um their appearance to look like something else. So, would you say that in the in a way that you think you were born gay? Or you think that's just something that happened? I think I, I, you understand I think what I'm saying. That, I think that when you say born gay, that's like a that's like a uh, uh, what is it called? Like a bone or something like that that, that they've been put in your body. That's mm-hmm. not true. Um, I think that sexuality is learned as you grow, um, but we can't not desire. I feel like that's like an internal thing because we have the mutation homorphodites and stuff like that. I really feel like the mind mm-hmm. could be mixed up too, and it, and some people do feel like they're trapped in different bodies and stuff like that. So they're they're changing the outer to match the inner, and that's fine because when you grow and you pay for it, you can do what you want to do. But I do feel like it, mm-hmm. the, the gay lifestyle period is a lonely lifestyle because there's a lot of lies and a lot of access to sexuality, which is is kind of the base of the lifestyle. Um, because they're like, I, I don't know, it's kind of the base of the lifestyle in today's time because it's so easy for people that can't go to work looking like they look dressed up as a woman or can't, you understand what I'm saying? Like there's so many different uh, obstacles that they have to go through to just be themselves. Mm. Okay. Now I got another question for you. You know, we're talking about men being on the um, 
curriculum. I'm going to have Darryl, and everything. Um, how do you how do you vet a man? Meaning, how do you realize or uh, what the what is it about him that makes you realize that if he's not openly gay, that he's um, he may. Nine times out of ten, he's gonna tell you, or he gonna he's either gonna say. It. Most guys will tell you. Like it depends on how you meet them. Most DL dudes, you either gonna meet them out in public or online. Um, a lot of times, if you meet them online, they are hiding themselves. They're not trying to send pictures. They just want to kind of see you in person or chill with you, but they're very standoffish when it comes to how they're moving and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. If you meet them in public, a lot of times they're giving you some type of hint. They're looking at you or they're going to say something. Like, I met I met one of the dudes that I ended up dating for, like, three years on the Greyhound bus when I was coming back from uh, Virginia. He took his phone, and mm-hmm. he was sitting behind me. Like, I wasn't paying him no mind. Obviously, he walked right past me. But he took his phone, and he typed the message up there, and he stuck his phone up there. And I was like, huh? You know, so I, I've been in some very awkward moments where it doesn't surprise me um, I just think the world isn't – I think the world keeps going over the same type of conversations, but they don't really problem solve mm-hmm. the situations because, I mean, it becomes a conspiracy. There's so many people in the world. We can't just cluck out every problem and, and fix it. But these niggas going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, now I got a question about that. You just made the statement that there's so many people in the world and nobody fixed the problem. They always talking about the same problem. Um, my question to you is: Is it because there's so many subcultures of that community? You have, you know, and you to have, me, I feel um, like that's the whole thing. Because when I was growing up, it was a it was a faggot or a bulldogger. You know, mm. today's time. And I remember Queens. I remember the Queens. Yeah. The drag Queens. But that was a fourth time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being in yeah. the South, it was a faggot or a bulldozer. Up north, they'll call you a queen or something like that. That was a little bit more empathetic to your lifestyle. But in the South, it was very much. It, it was. It, it's a battle already before sexuality in between femininity mm-hmm. and masculinity already in the world because the roles have changed. <clears throat> Men are not manly anymore. And and women have to be more manly because they don't want to depend on a nigga. The same way that yeah. niggas do, do women, they do gay people. They do the gay men. It's the, it's the same problems that these women got. It's the same problems they run into with these niggas. So it's not about who the who they are. It's just humanly conduct, period, in my eyes. Hmm. Whether you're gay, straight, lesbian, green, blue, pink. I feel like people don't know how to embrace who they are anymore. Like, if you're a man, it's okay to be manly and be a little niggerish and wolf out and not get a shape. You know, it, it's, 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 it's certain where the prep or the the, the, the the polishness of being a, a gay fashion and you know that that's that comes with the lifestyle. That's what the lifestyle is all about. Yeah. Okay. Now was she saying hey, that I, that was an up north hey, thing? Oh, go ahead. I see, no, yeah. it's good. I just want to say uh I think we have one of the other callers that uh that just came into the show. Um I also want to go back real okay. quick and, and just kind of reiterate the whole um, every fetus starts as a female. That's not, it's not a hundred percent accurate. Um, we all start with the, the X chromosome, which is like a blank slate. And then at like the five or six week mark is when we get the, either the additional X chromosome or the Y chromosome. And that's when the hormones kick in and that'll determine like the genitalia, but the initial X chromosome isn't giving off any sort of hormones or estrogen. So it's, it, I get what you're saying with the X chromosome thing, but but the sex hasn't been assigned yet. But thank you guys. All right. Not so Zach's job is to he um, <laughs> he fact checks everything. 
so Ralph, <laughs> so he does it to all of us. So who's aggravating? Let's address it real quick. What's what's aggravating? What's aggravating? <laughs> you. How come? <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> what is it? What's the problem? So my next question, um, my next question to you is: um, Now that you made the statement about how that was an up north thing with the um, the queen, you know the 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 terminology. I know back in the 1960s they had an acronym to tell in the and, and it was basically amongst the Hollywood elite. You know, it was swag. Swag was the was the terminology used, and it stood for secretly we are gay, and that's what they their term originally came from. Now, what acronym or term do y'all use now? I know I've heard trade. I've heard trade. Mm-hmm. Date or trade. Say it again. They'll say Dante or they'll call him Trades. Okay. This is is this Ralphie still or Yeah, this is yeah. Me. Oh, okay, okay. I'm okay. in the car. Okay. Oh, okay, because I was gonna say it changed up a little. Okay. All right. So um so that's what y'all call them. And could you do me a favor? Could you break down that terminology to everybody that's listening? Okay, terminology as far as what? What 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 does it mean? Like, what do they mean when they say, "Oh, he's a Trey" or "He's a Dante," or you understand what I'm saying? Uh, okay, so like I learned the word Dante years ago, and Dante and Trey are basically the same thing. Um, they all mean like DL or guys that are you know good time boys. You know, you just give them a category. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you know, the trade somebody gonna fuck with you at time. The, tr- the trade is not somebody is trying to be seen with you during the day. You know what I mean? Like he's his, his lifestyle. He's gay, but he's he's not openly gay. Okay. Okay. All right. So now you um now you gave your opinion about trans women. So you you know or you feel that they're not considered biological women. I know for a fact that they're not biological women. Okay, because I know in the community some people feel that they, since they changed it, that they are biologically women. So I just wanted well, to I mean, see what was your opinion. I, I I I look at it like this. I call I call I say call them what they dress like. Mm. They they dress like because that's how I do. I call them what they dress like. They dress like a bitch. That's what I call them. They dress like a nigga. That's what I call. You know, I mean that yeah. that's their expression. A lot of times that's their cue to what they who they feel like. But personally, I'm I'm just saying. You know, this is my opinion. Nobody has to agree with me. Nobody has to even give me. Mm. But my 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 thing to that is don't. I can't tell another grown ass individual not to do something, but don't change, don't change your body. You know, like don't. Mm. To me, it's a form of disguise. Like in my eyes, it's a form of disguise, and you're not really being true to yourself. You know, guys and stuff. A lot of them are on to you because they think you're a woman, but you know, it's niggas that like females. They 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 don't want to be clocked or they like the wait, wait, wait idea a minute, of being wait a minute, Raphael. Hold on, because you're saying they're not being true to themselves. But if somebody has a transsexual, why that that they feel like they're being true to themselves because they have because they're they're doing what feels comfortable for them. I don't think anybody's yeah. having a, a, a having surgery or changing their entire their entire way of living or how they look to please anyone else. I, I feel as though, and again, like you said, this is just our opinion because we can't speak on it because we are still in our same form. But at the end of the day, I feel as though when people, when a, a gay man changes to a woman fully, that's just something that they just want to do. 
I don't think it has anything well, so much to do with they're not being true to themselves. I, I don't think it's that. I mean, well, okay, so so let's open the box a little bit more, right? In different cultures, right, different things are looked at what different cultures are looked at in different ways. You have the Indians who have five different sexes. You know, they believe in a man, a woman, a man, woman, a woman, man, and and, and somebody who possesses both personalities. Um, and then this has been here before slavery, Roman times. You know, it's something the sexuality thing has been on this planet before any of us can relate. There were gay slaves. There were, you know, a lot of that. When they got free, they created the ballroom scene. Uh, back in the 60s, there were there was a, a lady, I think her name was Janet or Janice. She was a, a drag queen, but she was about to be a big star. Like, there's so, there's so much of it already forming. I feel like I, the world should be easy with it by now, but every generation is different. You know, like the 90s, mm-hmm. those niggas was hard. It won't faggot shit away from me. Where I personally feel like the fight is going to come back again because it kind of demasculates men a little bit for gays to be so free. But it's okay I, I, for them to be gay. Okay, so this is this is my this is my it's thought process, and this is me talking to other men about this situation. I don't think it's more so of us having a problem with it. I think it's more so of it, okay, we know it exists. We can't deny it. It's been existing for years. But the the new agenda that we feel is that they're forcing it on the kids. You understand what I'm saying? Let the kids be kids. Because back in the days, we didn't learn about sexuality until we were, like, in junior high school. Kids should not be even so interacting on, on the sexual lifestyle until they get grown. Now, that's my opinion. While you in your parents' house, yeah, okay. you, you abide by their rules and, and, and how they envision life. When you get grown and out on your own, you could be whoever the hell you want to be. You could be both other clowns if you want to. But, um, yeah, I, I do feel the same way, too. I do feel like there's an agenda um, for freedom and acceptance, but I do feel like it's a little bit too much because children are impressionable, and they remember things that a lot exactly. of that stuff is curating curating the sexuality in them because, you know, that's why a lot of gay men are craving the sexuality because things have happened to them when they were kids and they're trying to get that same feeling back just like a crack at it. You know what I mean? Um, okay. It's, so it's really- we, we are in agreement. So, yeah, so, so you do feel the same way as far as, like, a child shouldn't be able to pick and choose their sex at a young age. I don't think nobody that can make a logical decision if their favorite color is three. You understand what I'm saying? Hold on, but that part is exactly what I'm about to say. I have a nephew who likes apple juice this week, and he hates it the rest of the month. You understand what I'm saying? Next week, he's going to like it. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. You can't end it now. Hold on, I'm going up the steps. I'm just saying, children change what they like. Mm-hmm. What a child a child is not I just think a, a that child is not an adult when it comes to making decisions. Their their personality is going to change. You understand what I'm saying? As they grow, yeah. they're going to change. They like certain things, and I, they don't. You know, mm-hmm. you might not like certain foods as a child, but when you get up as an adult, it's like, damn, I've been missing out. You know. So I feel like physical change is, is a little too much for a child. And if if I had a child, even being a gay man, and that child was like, oh, I want to be this way, I'd be like, yeah, when you get grown and you pay your own bills. Not in my house. Because I, I think the agenda started with they, with them saying, oh, kids are, are people too. I think that that's where they are, it all but, started. But the there are people scene. that are governed they're people that are governed by adults. Mm. They don't pay their own bills. When you when you when you pay your own way through life, that's when you can make your own choices. When you are a child and you live with your parents and they are making the choices for you, not saying make them uncomfortable. Let them be a person. Let them be who they are. But 
be a realist with the situation. You understand what I'm saying? My mama gave it to mm. us where when I closed my door, you could be whoever the hell you want to be, but the world don't have to accept you. You understand what I'm saying? So I grew up mm. with a different type of love. A lot of those kids that are trying to do a lot of altering, a lot of them, they need a hug. They need somebody to sit down and say, well, who are you? And what are you like? Okay, well, let's meet in the middle instead of, mm. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow you to, to change it to a woman at, at 15. No, sorry. That's not, it's not happening. Because I, so being an adult, I've seen the stories and how they go. A lot of those trans people, when they get older, a lot of them don't live because they've done so much to their bodies. A lot of them end up Mm -hmm. changing their bodies back. Like if you do your research and stuff like that, a lot of the a lot of the training are changing back into men. So I want to ask you a question. So do you think that? Trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that the transgender uh, idea is some type of body dysphoria that they want to see um, themselves looking better and 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 you understand what I'm saying? I think that it, it has a lot to do with black women and women in period and the adornment that men give women. And I think a lot of them are chasing their feeling, um, especially if they ain't too cute as a nigga, but they look good as a woman. You know, it'll make them a little bit more desirable. Um, mm. I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, that's why they do the nails and the makeup and the... Um, and then, again, the ballroom scene, there's a category for female figure. So, you know, this is something that's been going on for since the 80s, like, they're they're changing their body to become a legend or an icon or, or, or to be seen or to get status in the community, you know, or to be loved, you know what I mean? Like, the community the community is very pick and choose, the straight community and the gay community. Somebody pissed in the damn dating pool. I'm just letting y'all know. Now, I want to ask you a question because, um, you know, a lot of the trans communities feel that whatever sex that they choose is what they're supposed to be. So, um, what is your thought? Have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of a bad choice? Oh, yeah. Have you, ever heard, have you ever heard of a bad choice? And being, being, a, being a mature adult, I understand that that can be an effect of life. I think that a lot of them are immaturely making the decision, but it works for them. Mm-hmm. If they, most of them do it because of sex work. That's the bottom line when it comes to changing your body. A lot of them do it because of sex work. They become desirable um, by men. Mm-hmm. They can get in places and do things and get the money from men because of the fetish, where, like, gay boys mm-hmm. just trying to do sex work, they're not making as much money as the trainees are. The trainees, 20 minutes, I need $150. For what? Did you, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, it's it's such a, a, a wide line in the sand when it comes to this lifestyle because there's, it's, it's, it's people just trying to be themselves, but then there's also a lot of fuck up in it because of how the lifestyle started to transpire. Um, and a lot of the struggle that came along with those people that were building the subculture of the ballroom scene and stuff like that, you know. Um, some of them found more family in the gay scene than they did at home or, you know, because they were being kicked out and stuff for, for their sexuality. Um, and I think that stigma itself is what scares a lot of the DL guys to stay in the closet. Um, yeah, I... Being a gay man is it's such a hard topic because I know what I say will never change anything. And it might bring smiles and it might bring frowns. But real don't change. Yeah. It is what it is. You can be whoever you want to be. That's the American dream. But be somebody worth yeah. being. And that's yourself. A lot of people are false trends because it's so it's so accessible in today's times. I liked the community better when it was a secret. Even though it was a little bit more harmful, 
to awareness because mm-hmm. of that, because a lot of gays are being killed and, and murdered in the background because of the, 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 the sex work part of it, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or the cattiness of it, you know, they're fighting and stuff like that. Like, I don't know what it's going to take, but there, mm-hmm. there needs to be a little redirection when it comes to how this is being portrayed amongst the people, the mass of people. You have choices. As a child, your choices are limited. You know, there's, there's, there's so much of not trying to step on somebody else's toes. Um, I used to care about people and how they felt. I've gained this sense of reality fucking people. It is what it is. Right is right and wrong is wrong. That's maturity, though. My younger self, yeah. it was very much, oh, you know, I don't care, or whatever you want to. I mean, being grown, so you I mean, feel it is what it more. is. As long as you can pay your bills, then mm-hmm. you do what you do, and I'm going to do what I do. Yeah. So do you think that it's more so that the um, gay men are more carefree nowadays compared to back then where they wanted to, to hide they feel who they safer. was? They feel safer. I, I feel like it's more mm-hmm. of a safety thing. They feel they feel more safe to be themselves and, 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 and not lead some fantasy because a lot of them do understand how it can hurt their girlfriend or their baby mama or their mama or, or the people that they love and they and they work so hard for you know, can turn away from them just because of what they like or what they might do when nobody else is around, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you, had a, um, if you had a message for women right now to tell them, hey, listen, these are the signs you need to look out for, and I would tell you that if he's on a DL or he's in the trannies or – He's into anything other than straight sex. What would that advice be, or what would what would those signs be? Girl, check that booty up. If they don't look the same, check it. Check it. Did you get with them? And the, um, I would say this. I would say um, bring dating. Because it would uh, take take it as a woman, take your time and just don't give in so easy because you're lonely or you want love. Those things will end you in situations with people that really don't want to be with you. They just don't know themselves. Um, mm. And, you know, you kind of put yourself to where you make them feel like somebody in love and they like women, so they're going to go along with it. But in reality, they're either like um, homosexual, homeless. You know, it's a lot of different factors. I I say bring dating back. Um, Take your time and and, and get to know somebody because, you know, just just a dinner, you can ask a lot of questions and kind of look at somebody's face. They can't hide from you being, you know, eye to eye. I feel like women just need to kind of um, be a little bit more stern on, I like niggas, you know, I, I, I like men, I like grown men, and you can sit down and just tell the etiquette and, of a person and, you know, not, not to just accept the person because of the way they look. Um, and that's our biggest issue is everybody's going for looks. They're not going for personality. They're not going for character. So they've overlooked all of those, and that's why they end themselves in situations or a pickle because you're looking at how this person looks lustfully. You're not looking at how is this going to be a mate for me? Does this person really cater to me or care about me? Or, you know, does this person, how does this person communicate? Like, what are their mannerisms? Did this man pull out my chair? Is he a gentleman? There's so many questions that you can ask yourself before you settle in a situation that you end up to regret? I think that's a question mm. that you would ask at dinner. Do you like niggas? Is you gay? Or how you feel about gay people? I got a, you know, even if you got to tell a little lie, I got a little gay cousin that comes around all the time. How you feel about gay people? Is that going to be a problem? You know, um, 
don't know. I feel like you got to pry the situation, but take your time. Don't be mm-hmm. so inviting with these niggas because they for everybody. Cash all told us that. Yeah. All right. So my question, uh, my next question is, you said that you've been with multiple married men or men in relationships or anything. Do they do they pillow talk? I used to, to be you? a hoe back in do the day. They tell you what's... Back mm-hmm. in the day, a little man. So they would sit and pillow I'm sorry. talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to your shit. That that's social media. <laughs> mm. Okay, everybody pillow so, talks. Do they? And everybody's gonna tell you what you want to uh-huh. hear. When I said everybody pillow talk, and everybody's going to tell you what you want to hear, especially when they're trying to get, yeah, get all, the buns. All, all, of, all of these relationships start out nice and easy until you learn a person. Tyler Perry said it the best. Said it the best. It's best to see these motherfuckers in all four seasons before you commit. I want to see how you mm-hmm. act. I want to see how you – I want to take your places to see how you're going to act around people, you know, your man. And stuff like that, and it's really hard to tell because some of these gay men, and they are gay men. They're not like on the DL. Some of these niggas harder than straight niggas. Yeah. Some of these guys are more masculine, yeah. like their body build up and stuff like that. It don't change just because they like niggas. Uh huh. Okay. What's the what's the um. Guys, I got one more question. Crazy. I'm going to take a shower, and I'm going <laughs> to this party. It does stop raining. <laughs> okay, okay. So, what's the what's the craziest situation you found yourself in that you knew you had to get out of with a straight man? Oh, oh, are you sitting beside Jesus right now? Um, listen, I was in a ten year relationship. You said with a straight man. Hold on, let me mm-hmm. let me get it right. What'd you say? Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you I've, I've never, I've never put myself in a predicament like that because I already am aware that there's nothing that can come from me. I mean, it, it might be a good fuck, but there's nothing that can come from me dealing with you because you're not yourself. You're a version of yourself. Um, you're not your true self. Your true self is who you are when you're around your baby mama and them. You know with the fact that you're lying and you're hiding something. Me personally, I, I've never been in a situation where I've had to, not with a straight man. These gays give you more problems mm-hmm. than the straight man do. The straight man, he's going to do what he got to do. He's going back to his lifestyle. He's going back to his house or wherever he lives. Or, you know? Well, hold on. As I think about it, it ain't all the way true. I have been in a situation with a straight dude before, and his girlfriend got to his phone, and she was hitting me up and shit like that. Um, I didn't even respond to her. Without saying anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Because you need to, you need to learn how to keep your business that's over there, over there. Keep your business that's over there, over there, and when you over here, you over here. Don't bring that shit over here. Yeah, that was another question I was going to ask you. Have you ever been confronted by a straight man's um, wife or uh, um, a lot of times they want because of the way I. A lot of times they like once they figure out what I look like, a lot of them won't because I mean I probably look better than most of them. Not trying to be funny. Okay. A lot of them won't like, but if it was like an ugly gay or or. Somebody that they would like you, then you got the audacity to mess with this thing, you know, that would be different. But I've never really had that situation. I've had the situation where the girl wants to get her hair done. I'm a hairdresser. She wants to get her hair done. She don't care that her nigga gay. <laughs> you know, she doesn't make <laughs> She don't care. She'll walk around and say, oh, he'll have it. But uh, how much they're throwing, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Well, Raphael, I appreciate you, man, coming on to the show and um, answering my questions. Maybe um, 
we could do a part two to this because there's a couple of other questions yeah. I wanted to get into, but I know you said you had to run. <laughs> so I'm not yeah, going to uh, you know, definitely you can, keep... Um, you can ask the questions to the other person that's on the line as well. His name is Tim. Yep. Yep. Well, look, look guys, I've had hey. fun. Thank you for bringing me up here. Um, I definitely am looking forward to that part two. Uh, and when I have a little bit more time and we can really get into some things and, and, and move this conversation along to see if we could find some type of solutions that, you know, um, we could promote to try to help change and, and, and do change because for things to change, you have to be changed. Um, if, if nobody's aware yeah. that, that that's not helping the problem. And, you know, by it being a touchy subject, Let's 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 go over it a couple of times and and really make sure that we filter it through so that we can have a clear understanding ourselves. But also, you know, let's tap into the world and see if we can get the world on a, on a different reality because that's that's a part of my mission of life anyway. So this is something that's definitely uh, right up my alley. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. You, you know. Coming out and talking to us, you know, about yes, it. You know, it's, it's, it is a touchy subject, you know, because we we're we're living in a can uh, um cancel culture right now. You, when you talk about certain things, you get canceled for it, you know. And I'm and I'm, okay, I'm I think that's where somebody like me is is needed because I don't give a fuck. Cancel me. I'm still gonna say what I got to say is real. The, the people gonna feel it. The real understand what is and what ain't, and you know. The ones that don't, the message just ain't for them. Okay. Yeah. All right. People got to start standing up and stop being so I believe Mm -hmm. stand up, even if you're standing by yourself, stand up for what's right. Even if you're standing alone, that is a key statement. I ain't got no other choice, you know. Sometimes it's like that. I, I, I feel like a lot of people forget the hard work that others put in just for you to have a voice. And it's time that we get mm. back to that respect barrier. Um, and I think the world itself will start to, like, once once what we get ready to go on, the dollar's dying and all this stuff, the world's about to be up and ready. I think that once, once people get to a point where they're tired of, like, suffering, they'll cut the act out and, and we'll get back to a, a point where life is real again. But it takes conversations like this to... To, to, to make sure it's working against whatever is working against us. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. These are conversations that can bridge gaps between different communities they have to be and had, understanding though. each other. Yeah. They have to we be had because the possibility of being canceled is there does not mean that um, the, the progression has to be cut or, or silenced or, or muted. I just don't believe that's true. Yeah. I feel like people try to cancel what they don't agree with or, or, or what they don't want others to hear. Exactly. You know, the conversations that exactly. we have might might spark somebody's mind to, 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 to change their life. Or I mean, look at Black China. Yeah, exactly. Prime example. She went and got her doctorate degree. It's crackheads that turn from, from crackheads to CEOs. You know, you can, they're weak. I'm going to leave you all with this because I'm really about to go. But as people, we live dimensional lives. When I say different strokes for different folks, that's a true statement. Each stroke, each paintbrush stroke put four on a paper. Each one of them are, are, are different, different depths, different definitions. They have different meanings, they're different colors. That, you know, and to accumulate things into a sense of reality is where we're going to find the evenness. Of, of of growth and you know it's uncomfortable sometimes but it has to happen sometimes you need that pain to snap you back into reality sometimes you need people to show you who they are so you can focus on yourself you know um, in a religious way God will silence all voices just so you just so that you can hear His and be able to tell His different from anybody else's mm-hmm. so. You know, as people, I think we just need to have mature conversations and, and you know, don't be afraid. Face, it, face your fears. Talking your fears is, is, is leveling up. 
Yeah. All right, Ralph, y'all. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right. You enjoy yes. the rest of your night. Yeah, thank you for coming, and we look forward to having you back. Bye, guys. Yes, send me, send me the link. I'll definitely come back. Okay. You got it. All right, everyone. Okay, Thank bye. you guys so much for tuning into the show, and please stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you. Good night.